On the show, we're back for 2020. It's been a long off-season, but we're raring to go. Mumba Legacy. We pay tribute to NBA superstar Kobe Bryant. The players have been announced for the T20 showdown, and we know who the umpire's going to be. It's all part of our new segment. That's right. 2020 on the Press Box. It's been a long, long wait, but we are back. We've certainly missed you, and we know you've missed us, but we are here, ready to go on the Press Box. Thanks for joining us. If you're new, welcome. If you're a returner, welcome back. We've got uh, myself, Sam Tugwell. I'm from 5AA. We've got the advertiser sports editor, Dale Fletcher, and Channel 10's very own Jace Kemp in the building. We're here every week talking all things sport and all things uh, in the sporting media realm as well. Men, welcome back from a big summer. Well, it's great to be here. It's, We're here. Uh, returned. <laughs> tell you what, We're though. back. <laughs> tell, you, tell you what, though. Are we on? That's the, I hope so, because oh, that's, the, can, can that's, you hear the, that's the third time he's had a crack at that intro. <laughs> and the first time, as you'll see on our press box uh, Instagram, he forgot to hit record. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky it's coming to you because we actually forgot. I, the big I forgot to hit record so, on our first five minutes of the last. So uh, Studley, Co- Studley Corn <gasps> comes in for the last episode of <laughs> last <cursed>. year. <laughs> cursed, <laughs> cursed, and has done the Lance Armstrong curse on you. Oh, I'm rattled. I'm really rattled. I've seen you this rattled before. We had a really good start with our first five minute recording of the show before, and then I just realised that we hadn't hit record. That was, so, that, that was Walkley Award winning. It, it was. It was actually a really oh, good start. I even said to you, Shut the top. Wow, I can't, what an intro. I can't <laughs> so we're starting again. So, so welcome back. What have you been up to for summer? Oh, I just uh, had to, a bit like my man Dale Fletcher, I had to work uh, throughout most of it, but I did get a couple of days off here and there. You got to celebrate a bit of Australia Day yesterday as well. Beautiful. Yes, I did very similar, uh, a lot of work over summer, but mm. got one week off, which was nice. Uh, been up at the bend today. I'm getting sunburnt. Been go-karting up there. It's been fantastic. Oh, dear. Been How good's good. that? I've been racing against Black the Shaheens shorts. kid. Oh. He's bloody quick. He'd be, he'd be spending every day at the track. He, he, his dad oh, it. He's, he's outstanding, that <laughs> kid. It's his backyard, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, pretty much is. He's <laughs> <laughs> up there. Where have you been? I've been uh, at work a lot. No, we've got very See, we've crook. got exciting lives, yeah, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> I was a bit crook over Christmas uh, period, as you two boys mm. know, because I was... Uh, a late scratching to the Christmas party, That's which right. was an absolute. I oh, was that, that was the that was the twenty nine. I knew he was sick of it because he's been he, yeah. he's been on me for this Christmas party <laughs> for a while. I think early December, he maybe no, in I've, November, I've probably, he tried to yeah, t- I've, tried to book it in. I've been booking this party ever since I finished first <laughs> at Glenelg, and the fact that he's was sick for it, he must have been crook. That's right, because right. he cancelled on it. Oh, it's Very unbelievable. Cruel. Oh, jeez. But the good news is. We've got presents here because we missed out on that yeah, we do. Christmas show. I've brought the presents in. Well, the fact that we missed out because uh, what well, Dale came in with presents for the last yes. episode, which was the plan for all of us to do, but yeah. Jason and I were <laughs> terrible mates and we forgot altogether. I got, I got two questions. Yes. Have you worn your t-shirt? Yes, I did actually once around the house. Didn't once? Get it. I didn't go out with it, but I wore it around the house. Oh. Don't and be ashamed, worked, it just hasn't made it out. No yet. socks yet, or are they still wrapped up? <laughs> still wrapped up. Still wrapped up. <laughs> He's not wearing them. <laughs> Look at his feet. No socks. <laughs> well, even I got no socks today, but uh, public holiday, no socks today. It's the way to go. Well, before, the, mate, if you don't want to wear them, just, just, just give oh, them. Yeah, they'll be, they'll give be, them come in handy at work. Trust me, I'll before, come in handy. Before we open up the presents here, because uh, I'm glad we brought them in. We'll have to get through that quickly. Um, we've got a few extra new segments um, coming up on the show tonight, which includes uh, a bit of breaking news which we're going to try and crack at the top of every show uh, throughout 2020, which is exciting. So we've got some whispers that we'll bring to to the forefront. Um, and we've also got a very special guest this week, um, Daniel Gorringe, who's going to join oh, us. A legend. Absolute son of a gun. So he's going to be on the show too in the coming days. Now, um, before we go to those Christmas presents, I do also want to do this. Last year we talked about, uh, we really pumped up our campaign for the City Debate. Mm-hmm. We did. That was Unbelievably big. Day one by uh, the length of uh, the straight, 13, which is the whole of Anzac Highway. Thir- 13 minutes and 23 seconds. If uh... <laughs> Okay, don't rub it in. Oh, my, I'm, I'm mentally, my body, uh, physically, is still at the highway. It's still there. Still there. Next to Macca's at Morpherville. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> and... Um, Dale has now decided, on the back of his victory... Well, I said last year... That, that he wants uh, to... Basically, lock himself in for a marathon in the mm. states. Yes. He haven't gone that far, but no. you've got some news for us. No, so uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not running the New York marathon. I'm uh, locked in, signed up, paid for, all 
to run the Melbourne Marathon. Wow, that's yeah. a great effort. So that's uh, October 4, and uh, if you're listening here on Tuesday, it's actually 250 days exactly to race day on Tuesday. Not that I'm counting. You actually <laughs> sent us the, uh, the, the rundown of what you get for the, the package you sign up. Oh. You, you, mm. you get your own masseuse. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> a, that's, he's well, got that, the elite package. He's the VIP Mate, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. He's if you're got running, his own room at the MCG. <laughs> he does. He's got his own private room at the G. He's got a masseuse. Yes. And why not? You, you, you're, you're, running, <laughs> you're running a marathon. I can get, I will guarantee you it'll be my first and last marathon. The to go and run with the you know just the normal rate right, yeah, yeah, yeah. was about 160 bucks. Okay. And the VIP was 250, and I'm like, oh well, geez, I'm only gonna do it once. What's 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 an extra what's few 90 bucks? bucks between friends? Who, so, who can bang. ever say they've got a private room at the MCG? <laughs> like seriously, Our man, Dale, I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> we need to get some uh, live recordings while you're there, surely. Yeah. Well, I, it, I, it's the week after the grand final. Yeah, I'm throwing it. I reckon you boys should come with. I might oh, want to do that. He just showed me the training regime. regime that he's I'm not joining in. And no, it's, just watching. Oh, just as a spectator. I'm, I'm going yeah. into the stands. Oh, I'm going to heckle oh, him on the way. Oh, we do that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant come and run it with you. I thought, no. No. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to slow me down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, want someone on the sideline with the with, oh, with the right. beers. <laughs> we can do that. That's an easy job. This is a perfect segue into the Christmas present. It is an okay. absolute perfect segue. Dale, my man, on my right, you please go first, first because it, it really leads into the the marathon and all the running and all the training oh, that you've been doing. God. So if you just have a crack at that, here we go. Ripper open. It's a spew bag, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Come oh, on, dear. nice and quick. Oh, jeez, fair Gee, we how much sticky tapes on that thing? I know. There's one, and I can't rip it off. Glad our listeners have to go through this. Oh, I'll rip it off. Oh, it's, it's a, a new-coloured singlet because I was so sick <laughs> of him taking selfies in the same red yes. singlet yes. and tagging me in it. I thought, you know what? He could probably use a change-up. Here's a blue one for you, Dale. Oh, that's outstanding. <laughs> Willie, will you Merry run? Christmas. Will you run the Melbourne Marathon in that? Oh, by the time the training regime's uh, finished, it might be a little bit too big for me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I might have a sort of Kane Corns rig about me by the, by oh, the time boy. race day comes. I doubt it, but uh, no, thank you very you much. Go. Oh, beautiful. Well, you've, uh, you've, got, you've given me a present now, too, yep. in the meanwhile. What have I got? There's a lot of sticky tape here, too. What is, what is this? Space Jam. I've got a shirt. Because the original, because the original Sam is always better than any sequel they're going to make. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I will wear that. A Space Jam shirt. Absolutely outstanding. Last... Merry Christmas, boys. I'm sorry it's taken this long. Now, Jace, in return, I can't... This sounds horrible. I can't give you your gift yet. Right. You're going to have to wait. But you got two presents in your hand. No, this is... This, yeah, I do, actually. And they're both for Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I thought one was for me when you walked in. <laughs> Respect your elders. All right, man. Jace, I will promise you'll get it this week, okay? okay. You promise I, by the I'll end... I'll hold you to that. By the end of our episodes this week... It will be in your hands. Okay. End of the episodes. Oh, something to look forward to. These are for you, Dale. Oh, dear. This, oh, jeez. They're not quite as thoughtful as Jace's this, now. This, this, <laughs> this, this may or may, may not turn. Uh, oh, it's even got my name on it. We're giving you some salt, salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. It's just to match your hair. Yeah. That's, uh, is, that Phil, is that Phil Salt and Sam Power Pepper? There you go. <laughs> you go. Beautiful. But this one, this one's, this one's a little bit more thoughtful. I'm not sure if you can use this or not. It might not. It might not work. I know exactly what this is because I used it on the weekend. Yes. So I've got the right one. It's hair dye hair because dye. I know you dye your greys. Yeah. It's uh, hang so on. Fix up the salt and peppers. Hang on. Hang on. Real? No, no. Wrong colour. Oh, it's the wrong oh, one. It's no. me- <laughs> oh, I've had that. M- medium brown, mate. Not real black. Oh, jeez. We've got a bit of. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, upon <laughs> reflection, you're not quite as dark as I thought. Real black. Right. Oh. I want that in that product in. While the next episode, there is no way around this. Surely. Well, we're going to see some dark hair on. <laughs> you're going to have the same colour as your glasses frames. Yeah, we've got to. Yeah, it's going to wind they're, back in the clock. Yeah. Ten years. They're a new addition. Geez, I better not put this in the uh, day before the marathon. It might just all end up all just down. <laughs> Salt and pepper. Gee, condiments. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, just just something thoughtful. Anyway, that's it. That's our it. Christmas presents. Anyway, it's um, we're ten minutes in. 
in, we want to really start the shows off this year with um, some stories that are around the place that people probably aren't aware of and that we've sort of just heard around along the grapevine mm. and might be worth bringing to you. So our new uh, our new segment, which uh, I suppose we can call Whispers for now, we might mm. have to name it later, something different, uh, we're bringing you our first little scoop of the year. And we've got a stinger too. What is that? It's a, What's that? It's a, it's a breaking Jeez. new stinger. Off is it? Found. Is it? No, I good. hope you haven't paid for that. No, I <laughs> that's straight off YouTube. Is it, yeah. No, we, we want to bring we want to bring our listeners into the world that we live in, which has got a little bit of you know insight into stuff mm. that you yep, know that happens it's, to, it's to worth, us on a daily basis. Yeah, it's yeah. worth knowing. So we found a little scoop. This one this one's uh, pretty cool because next Sunday we're going to see the T Twenty Bushfire Bash mm-hmm. at the Adelaide Oval, um, the Showdown one, the Showdown, which is um, between the Crows and Power, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they got re- the uh, the draft is actually next Wednesday, so they're going to draft in some strikers players. There's also a couple of female cricketers that'll be drafted in, probably a couple Great. of scorpions. That's awesome. Um, but they haven't. Announced quite everything, and I know that you've got a bit of inside mail. Well, there's of course the players that are on the field, mm. but then there's also the people that have to officiate it. Who are the umpires for Ooh. the T20 showdown? Now, it's to my understanding that uh, maybe uh, one man who we've had on the show previously, if you want to guess, has been told he will probably umpire this Sunday. Now, take one guess at who you think it might be. He's been on the press box. He's been on the press box. Very recently, too. Oh. Well. Cricket. Cricket. Uh, Ferg. No. He might have been It's a great guess. <laughs> Unfortunately not. It's KG Cunningham. Oh, oh hey. The great cage might be... Oh, geez, poor Adelaide have no chance. <laughs> <We've>... <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We need, fired. <laughs> we need to need DRS plenty. Yeah, imagine that. Gee, <laughs> I'll be worried. <laughs> but Cage's... It cages, When's the last time Cage's umpired a cricket game, you reckon? I don't know. <laughs> Backyard cricket, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to know, but he uh, he's expected to be out there umpiring at one they end. Gotta, they got to mic him up. They're, I hope yes, so. Yeah, I hope yeah, so. 100%. <laughs> I hope to. so. He uh, he might be part of it. Um, there's talk that there'll be another radio uh, personality mm-hmm. um, on board. We're not sure yet. But did, did Cornsy not get the invite either? Well, did they, they, have to split they them both up? they both went on their show a few weeks back and they said we want to we want to both umpire. Right. And then I think it was very quickly shut down that both of them will not umpire. <laughs> and then Port Adelaide would definitely yeah, have no, no, no chance. <laughs> but it's to our knowledge that maybe that KG will be the guy who uh, steps in and Jeez, wears the white jacket. Yeah, I, hope, I hope he wears a white jacket and white yes, hat. That'd be great. Yeah. Fair thing. How good's that? Anyway, there's our first whisper. Are you looking for, are you going to go? I, uh, I'm going to be working for AA that day because yep. I believe we're covering it for the afternoon, which will be great. 30,000 tickets they reckon they've sold, so it's a, a great initiative and um, mm. I think it's, what, $5 a ticket to get in or actually it might be $5 for kids, $20 for adults. Mm. So they're going to raise probably a million bucks in just attendance alone, which, yep. is, which is fantastic. What about uh, what about the hill? Surely the percentage of uh, amber fluid goes. Surely <laughs> on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Surely there should, there should be a million dollars there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a very nice taking, wouldn't it? Um, let's get straight into the the biggest story though mm. of uh, probably twenty twenty so far in a sporting sense, and will probably be the biggest story of the year if we think about it really in perspective. I don't um, think I, I don't think any, anything will beat it. This this is easily it right now. Um, we have uh, woken up Monday morning, as you would have, uh, to some uh, extraordinary um, shocking news, which has uh, rattled me, um, mm. and I know all of you, and probably you in the listening as well. It's just unfathomable to think that we've lost Kobe Bryant, the uh, probably arguably the greatest uh, player, probably up there next to Michael Jordan as the best ever. In the world, um, you, how did you guys come about finding out about the news this morning? Uh, woke up uh, this morning. Uh, uh, Archie woke me up like he does every morning. Uh, it was about six six o'clock, and uh, as you do these days, everyone does it out there. Uh, check your phone straight away. Mm. And uh, a mate of mine who I played basketball with uh, as a junior um, had tweeted this link that you know, oh my god, I can't believe uh, Kobe Bryant's died. And and my first reaction was, oh, he's been duped by one of these fake news, you know, mm. websites that want to get clicks and links and shares and all of that social media stuff. And I went, nah, nah, nah. Can't be. Just, I just ruled it out just yeah. uh, in five seconds. And then uh, then my journalist hat got on. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just check this out. And then I uh, went to Twitter and there you go, the Adrian Wojnarowski, the ESPN mm. NBA guru, 
tweeted the same thing, and uh, yeah, I was just numb. So yeah. when uh, whatever Woj yeah. says uh, is true, so I was like, wow, that's yeah. and how it like you, you've this you're numb, aren't you? You just sort of, you can't believe it. Like I no. spent a good fifteen minutes trying to like work out that this is actually happening. Yeah. I woke up similar sort of story. I woke up and just went on Instagram, mm. and Tom Brady um, had put a photo with him and. Kobe and it just said something like already missing you I was mm. like that's strange that's a bit weird and I saw Kobe and I was like oh no and you just have that sick sense mm. that you know maybe something horrific's happened and then as soon as you go on Twitter it was just everywhere like and you just can't believe it it's just such a high profile sports mm. person and such a you know a massive mm. contributor to basketball that you just can't believe it well I got it through a media release which is weird because you get all the notifications in the morning you know lined up for the emails from all sorts of different um, media places but the, the one that stood out was an NBL one. It came from the NBL here in Australia. Mm. And it was titled Kobe Bryant in Capitals. And I opened that first up thinking, gee, this is exciting. He could be coming to Australia or something. Open it up and you read the first paragraph and I was sick to the stomach and went, hang on. This this has to be legit. Like it's a media yeah. release from Australia. And there it was all over socials as I woke up in the morning, as I'm so, I'm sure everyone else had. It was just extraordinary. Mm. The The... the the most heartbreaking thing for me was I've sent out a few tweets and a few boys saw it or people out there would have would have seen it but uh in the first hour or so and then uh, I was just having breakfast and uh then the news come through that his daughter was on the mm, on the sorry. and on the uh on the in the, on yeah, the helicopter, helicopter as well yeah. and uh that that's just that just put me over the edge like it's it's more than basketball it's just mm. family and like to have a to have a uh, a child or a son, but uh, th- that emotion, I'm sure every parent would have felt exactly what I felt mm. at that moment today, it, basketball fan or not. Mm. That's just that blew me down more than actual finding out that mm. Kobe Bryant had died. That's just just yeah. Yeah, not, it makes your heart me sink. Down. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's crazy that, you know, LeBron had passed him in oh, points. In the, the day league, before. The day before. And then, and then he, I don't know if you've seen it, there's this wonderful um, interview with him talking about Kobe literally 24 hours ago, wow. talking about how he inspired him to become a great basketball player and sort of done everything he's been able to achieve. And, you know, it's literally 24 hours before. And he was in Philadelphia where um, mm. Kobe's from and, you know, playing for the Lakers, who obviously Kobe played for. It was just so bizarre and then to see the, the photos of him or the pictures of him getting off the plane this morning mm. crying tears and yeah. people coming up and hugging him it's just unreal like, I just... saw the uh, the Phoenix Suns and the Memphis Grizzlies game oh. I believe it was and the... they did a they did the tip off at the game yep. everyone in tears every player um, and they just instead of starting the game properly they decided to walk around and dribble out a 24 second violation in honour mm. of the number 24 Kobe and which was a great touching moment everyone applauded and then obviously the phoenix suns in reply then just gave up their eight seconds um violation behind the the backcourt and then mm. they started the game for real but which just... we, which was kobe's other number oh yes yeah, correct was, yeah. there you go so it just oh it hit every note and it was just such a, a heavy story for you know one that was so unexpected mm. um but everyone had a story as well to share and tell with their connection with a guy like him who inspired so many and yet um, left so many, you know, um, deep memories as well. So as we uh, move on from the moment when we found out into probably when the reporters themselves found out, this was this was a, a weird one because we're in a world of journalism now mm. where a lot of media is about trying to be first rather than correct. And when it comes to this stuff, especially high-profile people, uh, the entertainment business in particular, especially in the States, they are notorious for coming out and just sort of spraying details that are inaccurate mm. just to be first, just to but get the their Australian name first. The bushfires was an interesting one where they had their, also, the whole country mapped as on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, but this is extraordinary in itself. So TMZ, the very popular entertainment brand over there in the States, basically spread out the details first that Kobe had passed, but also had a lot of inaccurate details too. And that was before the police even were able to say to the the, the family and friends of them mm. that it happened. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, I I sort of get the notion that yes, would be first, exclusive, yada yada yada. Um, in the end, like after you read all the reports today, mm. and you know, watch the TV, listen to the radio, 
read the newspaper, read the, read the websites. Do you actually remember who first told you? No. You don't? No. You have no idea? No. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I know that my mate that I used to play basketball That's with, right. Um, you know, sent a link. Do I know the news? Website? Yeah. Uh, no. No. I had no idea. I couldn't tell you. I'd have to go back and look at it. So mm. it doesn't matter for, for mine. Mm. I, I I can understand being first and yes, and everyone wants to be first and, you know, I, I, for mine. I, I'd, I'd, the, the worst part about it, though, is that information was linked before the family had even been right. informed. Mm. Mm. So they the information had already they'd found out through TMZ that yeah. he, that the Kobe had passed away. Well, the head of the, the police, the, the head of the police had a press conference a few hours like later and basically slammed him too. And it'd be extremely disrespectful to understand that your loved one was perished and you learn about it from TMZ. That is just wholly inappropriate. So we're not going to be going there. But it's true. Yeah, it's terrific. <laughs> yeah. You know, Can you? Like, and and the worst part about it is for TMZ to have that information. They're probably that information's been leaked from somewhere. Mm. Like um, some sort of official has known about that and leaked it to TMZ. And I just hope, I hope that it doesn't come out that it was for money or anything like that mm. because that would be you know, yeah, unfathomable. Yeah, yeah. Well, clearly whoever the leak is isn't really close to the family because they would know mm. that the daughter was on the flight too. So mm. maybe it was just a a home run that uh, yeah. someone's uh, leaked something and... Uh, and that has actually got something but right for a change. Kind of bizarre, the actual incident itself. I think you was. I, I was unsure of how it could happen because because they were saying that it was an experienced pilot that he'd had the chopper for many years. It was um, it was really up to date. Had done all its services and all that sort of stuff. Had no issues in the past. And then I heard that you were saying before it was something about the fog that the other planes were. Yeah, so there was foggy conditions, and other pilots of other aircraft had chosen not to not to fly mm. and whereas uh, the helicopter Kobe and the other eight people were on chose to fly it was probably uh, one of those routine flights that he's been on numerous times you know yeah. well said he was flying at low altitude and then circling the, the LA Zoo a few times um, while they were hearing a spluttering sound basically this was moments before it all oh. finished so that's that's what Fox Sports uh, sent out today um, but the the inaccuracy part. Just going back to that yeah. quickly, like this is what the this is what America's ABC sent out. They wrote Kobe Bryant and four children were killed. That was their news. And then Fox came out over this Fox News in the states. Kobe Bryant and three others killed. So a different report again. TMZ. Kobe Bryant survived by wife and four daughters. Um, and there was a few other different ones as well, which were in the place. So the fact that you can get it so wrong mm-hmm. and yet go with it. And there is yet no confirmation. I just don't understand how a news service can be so bold in making such big calls like that in stories which are so uh, sensitive. And you need police confirmation before you can go with things like yeah. that. So, look in our in our in our world, we have to be very careful with things like that, and we would never go with news before it's confirmed. But mm. and look, we work in sports; it's totally different. We can it's a little bit different. Tweet a, a, a draft pick that we think's going to go, yeah. and some player that might be traded, and a bit willy nilly, and we talk about accountability mm. and things like that. But this this is another level, and this is well, really it's, serious. Well, it's life or death, isn't it? Correct. So. Oh. Um, have you, you blew me down with a feather? Yeah, I'm sure you've had legal training at the advertiser. Have you had to oh, sit through that? Well, media law at university. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we even have to do. Um, we do some uh, training yep. at Channel Ten, and they actually mm. bring in our lawyer, and we just go over a few things, and they mm. say, you know, if you identify the wrong person or if mm. you do something wrong, yeah. it's going to come back on you. Like this is this is your responsibility as a journalist, and this is the issues that. Mm. We try and avoid here because you could end up in court. We That's could right. be sued. You could be sued as a journalist. It's just one of those things that you, it just reinforces how you have to be accurate in this game. And, mm. and, and for people to stray outside of that just to be first instead of accurate, I think just shows how you know disrespectful it really is. Mm. The one thing I'm waiting for is the, the tributes at the next uh, Lakers game. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's actually Thursday morning against the Clippers. Oh, wow. All right. At Staples Centre. So that that's something to... If you're listening on Tuesday, it's uh, a, next yeah. couple of days, that's... I'm looking forward to hearing LeBron speak. Mm. I think that's the mm. that's the interview that I'm looking forward to the most. And Shaq as well. Cause he, cause, yeah, and Shaq as well. Kobe was the last person he tweeted about. That's right. Yeah. 
And the and the last person, uh, Kobe Bryant, message was Shaquille O'Neal's son. son. That's oh, right. Really? Yes. Mm. What did he say? Was it? I didn't read the full message, but yes, I did see it was that. Just, that was it. You know, oh, right. Just checking out, checking out how he's going yeah. and stuff like that, because uh, Shaquille O'Neal's son's had his own actually. Health issues I will say this: is, there's a great interview online on YouTube. I'll try and share it. I might even put it on our. Um, yep. You could put it on our Twitter. Yep. It's one on one, Kobe and Shaq, oh, and they wow. talk about it was done in 2018, and they just yeah. talk about their history. And it's it's I watched it today. It goes about 40 minutes, and it is fascinating. Wow, yeah, I've I've been listening to a podcast about how those two got on in their time, yeah. and it's just an extraordinary story. Those two, if you haven't, it's worth catching up on. Quite an extraordinary story. Okay. We've talked about loss. Um, the bushfires also happened here in uh, Australia, um, across the country. Plenty experiencing a lot of loss, but it's time to help them out. And I think we're coming at the other side of it now, which is good. And we're trying to support as best as possible through sport because it's a great uh, driver for fundraising. And we're doing so here in Adelaide with, as we mentioned earlier, a bushfire T20 uh, appeal match between our two football clubs, the Adelaide Crows and the Port Adelaide Football Club, which is awesome. So, are we looking forward to this? Uh, I am looking forward to it because it's my first day of holidays. Oh, beauty. Oh. <laughs> You'll be on the hill for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Add a couple of extra zeros to the donation. <laughs> That's but, right. uh, uh, no, it's a, it'll be interesting to see because Port Adelaide, I know Port Adelaide have some genuine cricket, yeah. mm, cricket talent. So well, their team plays basically for Grange. I think we mentioned this in the last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PAC yeah. had like a Crows team basically filled with Crows players, and a Port team was playing for Grange, and they won the championship in the Div Three last year. So they're all going to finally get to play on the Adelaide Oval. And the best bit, it all started because someone called Scotty on Twitter just chucked it, chucked the idea out there, and we all got behind it. Yeah. And the best part, I think, the whole thing is that the Saka. Um, the Crows, Port Adelaide, and the Adelaide Oval Stadium Management have all come together. They came together rapidly. Yeah, I could not believe. I even spoke about this on on my show that the week it was happening. Mm. I did not think it was possible the Adelaide Oval would be the host venue for this event. I thought it would have to be a Karen Rolton Oval Why? or something small because I didn't believe that there was enough time and space between Big Bash Footy, uh, Shield Cricket, etc., mm. for that oval to be available for such a big event. I didn't think it was actually going to be possible, but they made it happen, and that was the great effort that happened from just some big CEOs from the big yeah they all got together teams coming together. Mm. Well, it works perfectly now because the strikers have their home final Saturday night, so the Adelaide Oval will be pristine, exactly. Nick, for uh, um, the the bu- the bushfire game. But mm. the question is, if the if the strikers win and they go through, mm. do the do, are they still allowed to play? Well, what's the, I, I, it's surely be, it's be, if they lose Saturday night, they're out, they're finished, yeah, they can play. So but can play, surely yeah. that's just as good as going to have a net session, surely. Yeah, I would have thought so. I think if so, the players up in the air right now, like an Alex Carey and Travis Actually, Head, those sort of guys who are, you know, uh, being touted at the moment is probably going to play, um, they'll they'll still turn up, I would have thought. Like, it can't be that much of a big deal to, to go out and have a hit and giggle with tell some you, guys at the footy field. I'll tell you what's interesting. I've been going to a couple of their trainings, so we were doing the story on it, so we've been following it. And they had a net session at Adelaide Oval last week. And Darcy Fogarty, he is a man mountain in itself, but he can bat. He's actually got some form, and he was whacking them in the nets. Uh, yeah, but it was batting against It was against Texan Sloney. <laughs> Sloney was bowling some absolute pies. And then uh, and your mate from the advertiser, you, uh, one of your journos, Simeon, yeah. he was there. And they um, threw Tom, him the- Tommy Lynch threw, threw him the rock and said, have a go, mate. Oh. And he, he fired one down. So he's, good. he's ran in with the tweeds and the... <laughs> that's, oh, that's right. Oh Gee whiz. So they liked it. Tex had a bit of a laugh. Which is good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but d- d- it, describe that delivery, that one delivery. It was it was very uh, John Howard esque. John Howard, yuck! It was very. It wasn't quite as bad as John. I'll, I'll give him a little bit of credit. It was, a, it was just a bit of a floater. That's all. Floater. Got, got put got put away. But uh, oh, I didn't have a go. I, I must admit, hats off to him. He, it was under a bit of pressure. Why he, didn't you have a go? Oh, I just no. Nah. Oh, <laughs> absolute yuck. Um, so that's going to happen on Sunday. Um, it's going to be a massive event. I know it's televised. I know it's going to be on radio. And I know a lot of great personalities are getting behind it. So donate. Make sure you get a ticket because that's where they're getting the money from too. And mm. apparently all the profit, basically pretty much all of it, is going straight to... Uh, and everything the Adelaide Oval makes usually, yep. that'll be going to it as well. So uh, terrific news uh, to have this event happening. I'm excited for it. Speaking of cricket, 
uh, the Big Bash finals have just been announced, as you said before, uh, mm. Dale. The uh, the Strikers got a home final on Saturday. Saturday. They're going to play the winner of the Hurricanes or the Thunder, so we might see Matty Wade and Darcy Short back here, which is a bit of a worry. Oh, I th- <laughs> 200 I th- last oh, week. I think we might. <laughs> wow, Australia Day, massive day. Um, Stars and Sixers are playing at the MCG, um, which is another big game. But uh, I was really hoping, this was what I was hoping for, if the Strikers won yesterday, uh, on Sunday... Um, and, then, and then they beat the Stars. And they beat the Stars. We would then also have a home final, BBL final in Adelaide. Which means Punter versus Which means Warney and Tendulka and all the stars come here and play that game here too. Imagine if they had... Imagine if we had two of them. Imagine. That would have been great. But it's not going to happen now, bad luck. Um, We didn't make top two. Uh, But speaking of strikers though, um, they've played quite a number of games during the day this year, which is a bit um, questionable for mine, especially during the week. Which is when people are working, school holidays is just about done, but parents have gone back to work, so kids aren't going to go with uh, without their parents. They can't. So the daytime games in the BPL, in, in an effort to sort of create these double headers, has it worked? Do, you, do we like the daytime stuff? Well, I think we're, we're the ones that are missing out the most. You see these double headers with the strikers playing a three o'clock game at Adelaide Oval, mm. and it's there's 15,000 people there, or maybe a little bit more and 20,000 people there. But it's just killed. Like we would have averaged, I think, what thirty five thousand people in yeah. the previous previous seasons. Yep, absolutely. And then we've come to this one, and we're having these three o'clock games where no one who works can possibly go. That it has gone back to work, like Dale and I've just worked through. Yeah. So, so I couldn't get there. <laughs> Your but, job is to go. Yeah, I know. Well, well I, I just was able to. Um, I, I went to one of them, and I was able to watch the feed for the other one and put the story together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sucks for people that have had to work, and you know these three o'clock time, these three o'clock midweek games just don't mm-hmm. help anyone to to get the attendance that we're sort of used to. So we're the ones that are missing out. We've got the games here, but you know the time slots makes it difficult for people to to attend. I think the last few crowds, and I know one of them was a night game, but the last few have been like twenty seven, twenty two, and eighteen, mm-hmm. and we had five afternoon games in a row, home and away, five in a row. So there was a good fortnight period where even I and I'm not, look I'm a cricket tragic but I'm not an avid follower of the big bash I just sort of follow it around but even I like to take a bit of interest in the strikers yep. I reckon I didn't see him for two weeks because I just didn't know they were on telly not only that we have one of the best nighttime venues in Australia absolutely and, and especially when it comes to that twilight I love it when it's twilight cricket because I think the the, when the sun goes down there's this really magic moment when the sun's setting mm. and there's cricket being played Where's that been? Yeah. Like, where has that been? Like, we have uh, one of the best grounds in Australia and one of the best nighttime grounds in Australia, and we haven't been able to feature our own home side on it. So, yeah. you know, we're paying the price. So the the season's condensed, but it's like everyone plays everyone twice. Mm. So should we just only play everyone once? Like, is it if we played everyone once and made it so there's only four home games? Go back to the original formula. Yeah. That would be four sellouts compared to eight home games, would you get the same amount of people in, but then it's obviously you got to open it up twice as much and there's all fees and, you know, the, so mm-hmm. it's catch-22. Yeah. So I I would like just play everyone once, yep. make it really compact, and then... Punchy. It's an event. Yes. It's an event. It's four yeah. days of yeah. cricket. Let's, it's like the test match. It was a premium last time. Like That was it. Like, the, mm. the four games you had to go to. Yeah. You couldn't miss them because if you miss one, you're basically missing all of them because you had to be there to see the greatness that was the Big Bash back in the day. Now, mm. it's just so thinned out. There's seven home games. You can go whenever you want. You can go to a gay game here. You can go to a night game, nighttime game there. It, they really think that going into this format of double headers is worth it. That's what the broadcasters think. And I don't think it really is the best thing, especially when you go from a game on in daytime on like what, Channel 7 and then a nighttime game that isn't on 7 at all or something. And yeah. it's and it's a it's a Fox-only game. It just makes no sense to me. Like The broadcast deal is, is wrong and it's all about the commercial dollars, which I think has killed it, Oh, there, there's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, no, what's, yeah, what's new? I'm shocked with that. What is new? <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, home and away, eight games, just just, just yeah. get it done. You know, you play four teams at home one year, you play the other four next year, rotate it around. Love it. Is it That's that hard? It is it that hard? Nah. Do you like the new final system? Yes. The, the, the sand well, you can't get system? knocked out if you're the finished top and you get knocked out the yeah. next Yeah. So it's, like, it's not too bad, yeah. It's like a, it's basically the sandful top five instead of having a top four with just knockout. The the, the one great. the one thing I do hate about it 
It's the shocking names they've given Oh, it. I agree. The Eliminator. <laughs> the Challenger. <laughs> <laughs> AFLX sort of style. Yeah, the Knockout. Oh. It's like watching, what was that show called? Um, on Gladiator. Tra- Gladiator. Yeah. Oh, how, yeah. did, how did that just Who come straight to mind? Who was the big guy in that? <laughs> the, oh, the big show or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The Eliminator. I was like, it's a semi-final, mate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> just give it the name it deserves. Ah, uh, boy. All right, I think it's just about time we get stuck into this. It's uh, time for Root of the Week. Well, this Root of the Week isn't really a Root of the Week because Root of the Week sort of features our grassroots sports. Uh, but I felt like this one deserved to mention because we never mention really anything about this sport on our show, and mm. it's to do with baseball. Now, if you're not familiar with Adelaide baseball team, we've got a team called the Giants. They yes. used to be called the Adelaide Bite. They recently changed it this season to the Giants. They've gone back to their old their roots, so to speak, yeah. their heritage. Um, that's good. That's, 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 that's Sam good. Sh- Sam should know about them. Yeah, I do. A little bit. Why? Why should the, I know The Crows that? own them. Oh, jeez. Oh, sure. Anyway. I do like I do like what you did there, Jace, though. Yeah. Going yeah. back to their roots. Going back to their roots. So um, uh, on the weekend, they've just uh, completed a, a series against Geelong Korea, and it finished yesterday, and there was a series sweep. They uh, knocked off um, Geelong Korea, which is bizarre that a, Weird, a, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that a, a local team or an Australian team's partnered with Korea, but it's a huge sport over yeah. there, and it's, a, massive. it's massive over there, so that's why they've done it. It's they huge, pants huge, them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Mm. sweep, series sweep. So now they're on to the, uh, the semi-finals, and they'll play Canberra or Perth next weekend. So I'm actually going to try and get along to one game, and I yeah, reckon right. we should try and yeah, get maybe. to one of the mm. final games. They might have premiered. He, just, premiers, he, just, he but... just said he doesn't have a huge... Uh... I'm not a big baseball fan. <laughs> I know the rules. Yeah. Like a... <laughs> I've been, I've Could been I be down. like that guy at the World Series with the two beers? And yeah, the- that's fine. Yeah, I think that's the only time baseball got a mention last last season. I've, I've gone down to West Beach a few times, not when the uh, Giants are on, but just, just for a few events that I've had to do for work. And it's mm. actually really cool because they play a lot of, like, of American country music. Yeah. So it gets really yeah, it gets right wow. into the American baseball feel. Like You feel like you're there. It's quite extraordinary how they do it. And the game, the baseball itself is high quality. I had a little yeah. look at their live stream the other night because they were going, they're gunning for minor premiers right. and they, they managed to do They've it with the sweep. Yeah. So um, terrific by them. They deserve a bit of exposure for this because they are one of our, our big Adelaide teams. So um, great for them to... Uh, get across the line and yeah good luck mm, to them they get our root of the week so they do. hopefully they can have a win next week and hopefully we can go and get some seats and uh, go watch them play there'll be plenty of them I'm sure let's get <laughs> on to parcel fast can we get an ironing board out there on the sideline absolutely farcical get- farcical 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 we're playing out of fast it ends farcically that sounds farcical it's a bit of a fast it's a disgrace I want to put a call out to everyone who listens to this show, if you hear a farce in the media, tweet us. Yes. Because we want to add to that stinger every week. Please. What was it? It's longer than the show, by the way. It's worth it. We love it. I know Dale loves it more than you. Hashtag farce? Is that how, how we're going to do oh, it? Or? Okay. Hashtag press box. Oh, just tag us at press box CP. <laughs> Probably the best way to go. With, with farce at the end. Yep. you got to have farce in the tweet to even... Think of getting a mention. Just, just tell us the time, where you heard it, what channel it was on, whatever, and I'll try and find it, because I can hunt those things down. Oh, yes. We'll that'll, make it happen. That'll make my job very easy. <laughs> but, uh, Good board today. Yes. Well, first one, we'll go to the tennis. Uh, uh, Rod Laver Arena, a uh, couple of nights ago. Uh, now, uh, John Millman had Federer on mm. toast. Vegemite on toast. <laughs> Eight, four up. Great game. And then just blew it. <laughs> but pass or farce, the Australians in the crowd cheering for Federer against mm, Millman. It was tough. Oh, pass or farce on that. Where do you stand, Jason? Well, I want to sit on the fence with this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a farce because we're Australians and we have to get behind yeah. our local products. And uh, John Millman's been around for a while and he's a, he's a good tennis product. Jeez, he should have won that game, though. Oh. But I can feel, I know where they're coming from because people, most of the people that were in attendance for that game would have bought their tickets weeks ago. So they've probably mm-hmm. paid two or $300 yeah. for the tickets probably hoping to see Federer play. Mm. Not but you're knowing, seeing him. Not, you're not, seeing yeah, him. not knowing that John Newman's going to get into that round and play yeah. off against him. And some people would have specifically bought tickets to see Federer. So I understand why, why he did have a, you know, a massive 
amount of applause behind him. But still, you've got to barrack for the homeboy. He's got a following, and that's the thing. And I reckon the only difference here... Um, and he's loved here as well. That's like, right. More, more than a following. That's right. I think, I think it's a pass in that... Uh, and I'm doing it mainly... I'm a bit like you. I'm on the fence. But I think it's more of a pass because if it was the ATP Cup or the Davis Cup where it's Australia versus Switzerland, you know, it's a different... You know, you're buying your tickets. You want to see Roger, but you're barracking for Australia. Yeah. You've got Australian players up against the Swiss. In this instance, the Australian Open is a grand slam with individuals that you've followed for years. Roger, you've followed for probably two decades if yeah. you love tennis and you love him. So you get to the Australian Open, you're cheering for a guy who you've followed your whole life and you just want to win games and you barrack for individuals in this sport. Whereas in a team sport like the Davis Cup, it's a bit different. So I can understand why they've chosen to barrack for Roger as an individual rather than an Aussie, whoever the Aussie is. It's a pass. No, I totally agree. Like, oh, if, there you go. It's a, right. and, and, and you've totally, totally stole my reasoning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if it was if it was the Davis Cup final, then uh, and people were still barracking for Federer, then they can go yep. to Switzerland. Yep. <laughs> That's right. But it's an individual sport that you can go for whoever you want. Just because you live in Australia doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you that. had to go for John Millman against Correct. Roger Federer. Exactly the same as just because you live in South Australia doesn't mean you have to go for... Every South Australian. Who were we barracking for, by the way, when we were on the couch watching it? Millman. Yeah. You were barracking for Millman? for Millman. Yeah. I wasn't barracking for the, anyone. See, I always wanted to see the upset. I wanted to see yeah. the underdog. Yeah, I wasn't barracking for anyone. Uh, no, nah, Millman for were sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Bloody oath. I love them both. Yeah. So I couldn't. I couldn't. Millmania. <laughs> <laughs> right. Number two is uh, something. Uh, our fast steaming in bowler <laughs> Sam Tugwell's. Oh boy. Definitely done in the past. Come across this week uh, some sledging on the pitch, cricket mm-hmm. pitch. Love a good sledge. And uh, this bloke uh, has sledged so hard that he's dislocated his jaw. <laughs> <laughs> so to the cricketer who had a little bit uh, too much to say and is now not eating steak, <laughs> pass or fuss. Oh, Big pass. pass. For me. <laughs> yeah, pass. <laughs> oh boy, how do, how do you get to a point? How I don't understand how you how get much actually... lip are you giving <laughs> to lock up your jaw to dislocate your jaw? How does that happen? Like I just don't understand how it's you can amazing. actually sledge so hard that your jaw pops out. It's just bizarre. But good on him. Yeah, having a crack. Yeah, he's having a crack. Pass for sure. Oh. No, it's a pass. Yeah. It's a bit of a mig, bit of a big mouth. I've heard, uh, old mate. So, uh, heck, it, what about the what about the bloke who's copying it? What do you do? <laughs> How do the teammates react yeah, that's when right. their mates sledging away, and then all of a sudden's on the ground because <laughs> his jaws out? What did you say? The best comeback was someone so, call an ambulance. Yeah. Say it again, mate. Why well, didn't hear you? <laughs> Classic. You were a big yeah. sledger, Dale, when you were playing cricket? Oh, big time, yes. Yeah? Yes, for sure. You were a good sledger or just a real bad sledger? sledger uh, well, it was, there's only there's a one good uh, story. Oh, I, play, I played cricket in uh, Alice Springs and uh, a lot of mates, uh, everyone knew that I was the, the sports editor of the paper and, you know, when, whenever... You know something, you know, bad. Well, we lost, or mm. we're losing, or you know, you go, "Oh, he's going to write about this in the paper," you know, all, all of that <laughs> stuff. But uh, there was one team who um, had some press secretaries in their team oh. from uh, won't name the party. Come on, well, I have to name the party because then I can't do the punchline. Yeah. Um, who uh, started having a crack at me about you know. Uh, this and that, and you know, you work for the newspaper and Rupert yeah, Murdoch, yeah. and you know, trying to mentally disintegrate me while I was batting. <laughs> um, and uh, I've gone on a bit of a tirade, hit a f- few boundaries, and he kept talking, kept talking. And then I turned around, he was a wicket keeper. I turned around and I said, Oh, by the way, I vote Labour, <laughs> <laughs> big liberal man. Bang. And the whole the whole slip cordon was with me. Oh. Oh. Turn on my <laughs> 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 no, I was like, 
Oh, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing. My cricket team has been um, it's been well renowned for just sledging ourselves rather than the opposition. <laughs> we couldn't what? give a stuff about sledging. The, no, we we give more crap to ourselves than our own teammates in the field, which just makes it all the more fun yeah. than actually having a crack at the opposition. And the opposition just enjoy it. So <laughs> yeah. we we, st- we have our the gully. Field. Like how good is this? I don't yeah. have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too fun. We have a crack at ourselves. Anyway. That, that would actually put me off more. Yeah, yeah. I get the Basil Zemplis treatment, the Bill Laurie treatment, all that for in the field. It's outstanding. Someone fields badly, you got the Sydney Harbour Bridge treatment. It's just it's just great. Sensational. Like Sledging, it. bring it back. We'll just have a new segment. Nothing wrong with Sl- Sledge. Sledge of the week. Oh. <laughs> uh, right. We'll dog We'll go to the next one. Uh, now Jay says that uh, baseball never gets mentioned. Well, it's getting mentioned again oh, right now oh. because uh, the the Houston Astros. Well, have you heard the latest on this? The Houston Astros have been found out to be cheating mm. quite badly by filming uh, all the what do you call it? signals, signals, signal stealing, yeah, signal stealing, and that. So uh, from, the, from the keeper, yeah. So so the Houston Astros cheating uh, with the camera. Pass or far. So they've, they've set up in the stands a camera mm. to film, like, real zoomed in nice and close on the keeper of the opposition who's got the signals, who tells the, the, the pitcher, catcher, basically. The, the catcher. Oh, sorry, the catcher. The catcher, the catcher <laughs> who's, who's got his signals for the pitcher and basically says, this is what you need to bowl, fastball, whatever. And so when we see it on the screen, the Astros go, we'll smash a bin twice yeah. if it's going to be a fastball. Or we, we uh, I don't know, I we cough the, in I the I love crowd. how the technology breaks down pretty quickly. Yeah. We've got to smell it. It's two for fast, <laughs> yeah. one for curve. <laughs> but they won the championship in 2017 with it. That's unbelievable. Fast. Yeah, it's a fast. Nah, sorry. It's a huge fast. You can't do that stuff. Nah. That's like... That's like the, the the NFL, their lip readers. Do you know that they used to have mm-hmm. lip readers that's in the right. stands? In the air. Took the air out of the ball too, didn't yeah, they? The, 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 the Patriots, <laughs> that's why they yeah. now cover their mouths in with paper. That's right. So they couldn't, couldn't read uh, their lips anymore. Mm. So, you no, know, it's a farce. You can't do that sort of stuff. Oh, I'm torn. I, uh, do you like it? It's what? cheating, though. Yeah, but I like the initiative of, of <laughs> how, how do you get an advantage here? And it is, it is it's, a, it's, it's actually honestly, legal, it's a great initiative. It's legal. I think it's actually a legal part of the game without their technology. So right. you can do it. So you can read the, you try read them on the field, but you can't use any sort of technology. What if you have a TV in your bunker from the broadcast? Like, can you look in nice and close, see if the catcher's doing little signals on telly, or are they never able I, to I show that? I think it's one shot. I think yeah, it right. just shows the, the yeah. same shot we see on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll never see it? No. Even in that picture? Oh, fair mm, enough. Interesting. Mm. Oh, oh, fast, because yes. I just like saying the word fast. <laughs> 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 right. Uh, next one. Uh, the cricket... The Australia Day was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Should Australia Day have a cricket, go back to the old school cricket, either a one-dayer or a test match on Australia Day? National team. Pass or fight. No big bash, no rubbish like that. Australia versus someone, someone. on Australia Day, pass or fast. Love it. Absolutely. Pass. There's a mate of mine, Daniel Stevens, who's an avid listener to this podcast, and he would be... Right up your alley right now because he misses, and I miss it too, the old Australia Day games that we mm. used to have here, the one-dayers and even the test matches before that. Mm. They were just a special time and it sort of was one of those occasions that you marked it off in your calendar. Mm. Oh, I'm, I know what I'm doing Australia, I'm going to the cricket. Yeah. And every year we'd go and we've got a group of mates, there's probably 10 of us that used to go and we used to have put our cars in the just a memorial drive there, just yes. off the on the grass, and we used to have barbecues. Yeah. So we'd come out during the innings when the innings change, oh. and have a barbecue. Sick. And just uh, we'd have the stumps out, and we'd have a few balls to each other, and um, no one does it anymore because they've just changed it into this mockery that happens now. <laughs> mockery. <laughs> just a mockery. But they've got to bring got to bring it back. Yeah, I believe the so, chanting for Australia with the Australian flag yep. around your neck, and um, and and watching Australia win games of cricket at the Adelaide Oval on the day. Of Australia Day, like that is the most uh, that's the most exciting bit about the day. And as you said, like you can mm. set your day up around it. It's awesome to to do, and I'd love the tradition. I used to love. It. I don't know why they tried to change it. The only bad thing is the one day internationals, as we said, like one day fifty over cricket is getting a bit old, and we're talking about how it's dying a bit. So T Twenty is the way to rejuvenate it. Yeah. And look, we had a cracking Strikers Hurricanes game the other day. We can't complain about the game itself, but one day cricket. I took my partner, her dad, uh, and her sister to the game, mm-hmm. the last Australia one day here against Sri Lanka. We cha- we bowled them out for one ninety something in about forty eight overs, boring stuff. 
and then we chased it in about 44 overs. It was the slowest oh, right. day, and it, I think it was about 40 degrees. It grinded and grinded away. Now, that's not going to happen every time, but I can see why a one-dayer can almost not work in the favour that you want it to. But mm. I still like Australia on Australia Day. It's 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 one day. You mark it down. Like it doesn't matter how good or bad the game is. I think just do it. Just, mm. And and it's India's national day too. So Australia versus India. I know. Oh, obviously, 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 uh, India have to come here. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but big just day. do it. Like yeah. oh, the scheduling, fair income. How hard is it? Farcical. Eight, eight big bash games and a game on Australia Day. Perfect. You've done it. It works. <laughs> we solved the issue. Done. Right. Cricket Australia. Just uh, ring me. I'll, I'll, I'll sort your fixture out. Uh, now, the, ne- the next one is, is, is real, real life. It's live right it's, now. It's live right now. But because uh, uh, my man, or Jason, yep, my our man, man yep. our man, uh, Nick Kyrgios is uh, battling... Uh, Nadal here at the moment is in a little bit of spot of bother. So by the time you listen to this, he's probably out. Um, but Nick Kyrgios's summer of tennis, and as a as a whole, pass. You know how I know this is a pass because our man sitting across from us. <laughs> He said, when we were prepping for this show a little bit earlier, we're sitting out in the office over there, and he says, I'm really starting to like me Kyrgios now. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hang on a second. Nah, nah. Hang on a second. Nah. This was the man all last season that had a big gripe against him. It was did. always a farce whenever he gives his name. Farce. Farce. <laughs> and now, And now you've changed your tune. I, I'm, turning, <laughs> I'm turning a little bit. Have I'm, a but having said that, his last month or two has been passworthy. I'm just waiting for him to stuff it up. He's been really good. I think the bit, and I'll explain why. I think his team first attitude, like actually coming into play team games for Australia, yeah. has helped him. Mm. He's got people around him, and they've actually had a they've had standards, they've had different values, stuff that he hasn't really had to. He hasn't surrounded himself in a lot, and so it's brought him to a new level. Where hey, if you want to be part of this team, which I think he really now wants to be part of. Mm. You have to abide by these things, and it's helping him as a person and as a tennis player. And he's starting to come out and play some, you know, really different tennis, and also not just win games, but then hold himself up in presses and in the media, and and say the right things and not do the wrong things on court. I think it's great. So I hope he's turning the corner for the f- not for the first time, but this time for real. So I think the whole bushfire crisis was was a big was a big turning point in his career. I think. I know there was a shocking tragedy that happened all across Australia, but one of the best things to come out of it was uh, the, his leadership to make that rally for relief was mm. unbelievable. It raised what five, six million dollars. Yeah. So uh, I know his part of uh, his hometown or his um, part of Canberra were, yeah. were, was se- severely affected. But for even like to have the just the the thought just to even do something. Like, we got to do, we, we, we do something here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pass all, every day of the yeah, week. It's always a pass for us. Yep. Five days a week and four, five <laughs> times again on weekends. And it's another like, big pass for his Kobe Bryant mm. jersey that he wore on the walkout to play Nadal on Monday night. Outstanding. Yeah, amazing. Mm. And I think that's why people in Australia have gotten around him recently too because he's shown a bit of heart and a bit of emotion mm. yep. and he's been you know compassionate about everything that's happened with the bushfires and compassionate about you know we've seen what's um, everyone paying their respects to Kobe Bryant. So you know, hats off to him. I hope that, like you said, Sam, that he can stay on this mm. path now. Yeah, I think so. Now, uh, we've come to the end of our uh, episode today. This is episode one. It's done for the season two, which is great. We are very uh, thankful for your company. We have got a big year ahead. But what we're doing, as you might have noticed, it's a little bit shorter than normal. We're going to be cutting our episodes in half. We're going to actually have our special guests that we have on our shows released on Thursday. So if you want to uh, stick around, we've got, as we said at the top of the show, Daniel Gorringe on the program this week. This is funny stuff. Uh, he's an absolute... Uh, he's a comedian, not just a former footy player. He's a bit like Dane Swan in his humour. He's just gold. And he lights it up on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to be joining us in a couple of days' time. So make sure you join us. And, Jace, yes. I'll give you oh, I'm your looking, Christmas I'm present. To this. this is going to be good. Yeah, we might have something uh, there in the <laughs> Christmas sack. Hey, fellas, episode one in the books. Beautiful. Episode one point five. We uh, are. <laughs> yeah, we, we already did half a show. <laughs> the other half is coming. Uh, so stay tuned this week. It'll be popping up in your feed. So uh, and of course, if you hear any fastest around the place, oh, 
Let Twitter. us at me. At, at us. <laughs> we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook at Pressbox EP. You can find us very easily. Thanks for your company. We'll be, uh, of course, in your ears on Thursday and back again next Tuesday with another episode of the Pressbox.